Welcome to a Love Worth Dying For podcast, where we're finding hope in our marriages verse by verse. This is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. I hope you've had a great week. I know this is the week of the inauguration of our 46th president of the United States. And there's a lot of people excited and joyful and wanting to restart and renew their the government and renew how things are going and you know we're the same and i think that should be not only how we should feel with our government but also with our families and that's kind of been the topic of this month about setting goals so in this episode we're going to kind of bridge a couple of ideas together not only just setting goals for yourself but the family and i know for myself I looked at having goals set and having them separated, but really when you look at things in a way that glorifies God, all those things that you are trying to achieve, whether it's for your family, for you and your spouse, or for yourself personally, those things are interconnected. Nothing stands alone. So we need to find ways to bridge the gaps when we come when it comes to setting goals, when it comes to formulating tasks or even having a vision for the way your family operates, not only in 2021, but also in the years to come. So Janelle had a verse which she was showing me and it kind of gives us an overarching view of how we should view our, our lives when it comes to not just setting goals, but just comes to living in this world that God has created. And it it starts in Matthew 6, um, verse 33. And um, you can go over those verses. We can then further on with the discussion. All right. So um, I guess the the previous verses prior to um, Matthew 6, 33, kind of talks about um, not storing up treasures on this earth and um, knowing that you know things on this earth can basically rust and 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 grow old and deteriorate and even be stolen, um, and then it later goes um, on to talk about you know if God provides for basically the birds and and the animals, you know they don't have to worry about food and and clothing and shelter and all those things, then, you know, we shouldn't live our lives worrying about those things. Like I know a lot of people think about what, what goals I'm going to have. I know with the new year, it's always like, what are the new goals? Well, really we could start goals any time of year. So that's, that's one thing. Um, but just knowing that we always want to have our, our goals, as believers in line with who God is. He's given us freedom um, in, in within his word, within his law. Um, we, we, I guess sometimes people think of Christianity and they just think, oh, a bunch of rules, a bunch of laws, a bunch of um, restrictions. But there is so much freedom when we really look at the whole counsel of the word of God. Um, and not only just freedom, but just looking at provision, he provides for us. And here in verse 33 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness 
and all these things will be added to you. So all those things that we worry about, food, clothing, provision, all of those things, the word of God says that he will provide it for us. So that shouldn't even be a worry, not saying that you can't think about those things. Um, cause as we plan our days as a mom, you have to think about meals. So you do have to think about, uh, food in, in some extent, but it should never be like a, a burden. It should never be, um, in the sense of worry. And I know some people are just more inclined to worry and, and anxiousness, but the word of God tells us to turn to him. Um, and that he will give us that, that peace of mind, um, and heart that surpasses all understanding. So that, that part comes from Philippians, but, um, babe, if you want to go ahead and kind of expound a little bit more on, on what you were saying about, I guess you said that initially you thought that goals should be separate. Like if you have your personal goal, that should be, um, somewhat separate, but now you realize that, Hey, it should be, um, not separate. So can you explain a little bit of what that would look like with a goal? Well, first you have to examine what are the things that you're trying to achieve for yourself or in your family and you as a married couple. Mm-hmm. So you have to examine the desires of your heart and examine looking at what are the things that mm-hmm. you want to to do in this life. And right. at times, or should I say, we grow up looking at things from a singular perspective, which is basically your personal goals and your personal desires of what you want to achieve and what you want to accomplish in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you understand that you're connected with everybody, especially as a Christian, we're connected as a body. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to get married and have a family, you're connected with those in your immediate in immediate family, you know, your immediate unit that you're doing life with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So the things that you try to achieve not only personally will have to include them and you know I figured that looking at those personal goals they did not they would not have any correlation with things that you set for a family Mm -hmm. that they would be separate Um, but Janelle kind of showed me some things especially with the scripture that really what you're trying to achieve is a synergy between you and those in your family. So even Mm -hmm. personal goals are connected with goals that are for you as a couple and also other members of your family because they will either affect them or they will be affected by them in various ways, even for something which may seem niche or seems very, very um, aligned with your personality or the things that you like to do, mm-hmm. they will still affect or be affected by those who are in your family. So you have right. to have a, a heart desire that is, for one, firstly, to the Lord, 
And you know, I found in Psalms 31:24 that it said, "To be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who is in the Lord." So we have to be able to 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 calm our 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 like Daniel was talking about how our anxiousness or our worrying, and that's kind of like what setting goals is about. Is about making sure that you don't have to worry about things or or fret about mm. oncoming times or the things that may come. Because right. if you set goals, you'll be prepared. Uh, you'll be prepared for those mm. things that may come later. And the goals that you set with your family, you'll end up bridging those gaps between you know the members. So then it will bring closeness and it'll bring togetherness within the family unit so that's something to really think about when it comes to preparing and managing your goals throughout the year so i guess i'll kind of share a little bit from myself um i think for me i i like having something to do i think when you think of when i think of myself i think of myself as a doer um, I don't really like to be in the uh, spotlight, being like the spokesperson. But if you have a task for me to do, I can do it. And the one thing I've realized is, um, you know, as you as you focus on what's most important, you have to be discerning about what are the things that you do, what are the tasks, even tasks that might seem um mundane or um like it's a good goal to have it may not be appropriate at that time because some things are time-based or it may not be appropriate for you it may be a better job for another person to do and being able to pray to god for wisdom that's something i've been learning um this past summer is you know in james it talks about you know asking God for wisdom and he's so generous um to give us that wisdom that you know just taking that time and saying Lord direct my path direct me um to where you want me to go and there were some things that I really really wanted to do the things seemed like a really good idea and there was nothing in it and of itself that was wrong it was just the wrong timing for me and my family so it would have been something i would have had to dedicate time to which would have meant taking away time from my family although i felt like it was something for the kingdom of god it would have been profitable to someone i would hope um but in my heart i knew it wasn't the right time for me and my family and that it was going to take away too much time um, from me and I, I really struggled with it I talked with Joseph about it um, and I prayed about it and I even told you know some people that I would get back to them that I needed to pray about it because I knew it was something I really wanted to do and if it was just up to me I would say yes and that's one thing for us as women and maybe even men have this issue too but i know for sure women a lot of times we're doers we want to do we want to help everybody um and nothing's wrong with that but being able to discern when it's the right time or the right time to say well let someone else do it 
and being okay with that, knowing that God will provide. He He's sovereign over it all. And if you pray about it, he will show you um, the way to go. And then sometimes when we think about our personal goals, think about, are we only doing it because of how, how it will make us look? Or are we really thinking about the impact of others? And that's something I think I always try to wrestle with to, to really evaluate. Am I doing this just for me to feed my own ego, my own pride, my own self to, to boost up myself? Or is, is there, um, a heart for, um, glorifying God and for helping others? So I think that's something to really evaluate as you're examining your desires, um, looking at your family and looking at, um, the impact for the kingdom of God as well as glorifying God. So from that, that means that we have to make sure that our goals and the desires that we have are realistic ones mm. that are ones that are, that we feel are attainable and achievable, but you don't want to set up goals that may happen or goals that is fly in the sky <laughs> type of goals you want to be able to look at things that you are prepared to go the long haul for and especially when you have a family that you will not shirk the responsibilities that you have in your family mm. and that you will not shirk the responsibilities you have in your marriage mm. so yes. Those goals that you set will be based on a lot of factors. And a lot of those factors may be based on your own personal skill set, maybe based on mm. your your passions that you have as a person, maybe something that you had while growing up. Right. Um, it could be based on the education that you have, not only just growing up, but that you've had along the way that you had added to your repertoire of understanding from reading um, for as for Christians reading the word of God studying um, texts of scriptures studying other belief systems mm-hmm. studying um, things that pertain to life and culture mm-hmm. government things of that nature things that just come uh, that you add to your life in general from just living mm-hmm. in the world Right. And they're adding those things to the goals and tasks you have set for your family. So we have to make sure these goals that we set are goals that we feel can really be attained and really can be achieved and then move on to other goals mm-hmm. that we may set for our ultimately our families and to glorify God by and to build the church. Right. So, you know, I... Well, it's kind of interesting you said goals that can be achieved because I'm thinking of some goals that I have right now, goals that we have, and I think we've had them for a while, or maybe I'd say dreams, because I think that's the the difference between a goal and a dream is which a goal, you actually lay out um, a plan. You actually say, well, hey, these are the steps I need to take to get to this goal. Um, this is the time frame. Um, I think it would take me to get to this goal. And 
for some things we haven't really done that yet and i i i really want to achieve those goals so i i realize that i need to put some things into place as far as laying out step one step two you know as far as what all the steps i need to take to achieve that goal and then really setting a time frame for achieving it so that's kind of where i'm at now with some major goals that i see are personal goals but i see the impact it will have on my family and i also see where my family can be a part of those goals so i think that's it makes goals easier when you have i think the help of other people you know it's almost like your family is your natural team and if it's something you really want to achieve than having your family there. I want to kind of maybe um distinguish the goals you have from maybe like hobbies because I think that may kind of been a little bit what you were thinking about when you said um you kind of have things separate. I could see where people may have hobbies that are separate from the things that their families may be into doing. Um but i think the goals are things that we really put our heart and and majority of our time in more so than a hobby because a hobby shouldn't necessarily be something we're spending all of our time on but i could see our goals being something that we spend more time than we would on something that's a hobby but sometimes i think those things could kind of go hand in hand depending on what it is um and how it it affects your family as well right so you need to be finding areas and ways in which you can collab with your family that you can bring your family into things that you are setting maybe even for yourself but always finding areas in which you can bring your family in to achieve these goals because no man's an island and we have to understand that our connections with each other mm-hmm. makes these goals even more attainable and they make them more achievable so collaborating really with family is, is one of the things which we should definitely try and do and we do that by you know finding those connections where they can become involved mm-hmm. like I said whether if it's involved in the process of the goals right. or how you can have them come on later once certain ideas are brought forth and it will implicate their directions when going to certain sub goals or or further down the line mm-hmm. as in you know you may have a goal set and because of these goals that are set it's going to put them your children or other people in your family in a direction that will help them go further Mm-hmm. So you got to find those intertwining and intersecting points mm-hmm. that can be a benefit right, right for your family. But like I said, you can also have there may be points in which your family can come and you can work with your family mm-hmm. in some of these goals that you're setting for the year. Um and this allows also for especially for kids it allows another area or another aspect of instruction mm-hmm. of gathering and 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 disseminating wisdom to them 
mm. um, discipline your children. It allows them to move in a direction that will ultimately and prayerfully direct their hearts towards Christ. Mm. So all these area, things that we're doing that you may think, hey, it's just about setting a goal to do this particular task or to achieve this particular accomplishment. Ultimately, it's about bringing your family more together mm. and together on the foundation and word of God. Mm. Growing grace and knowledge of him. Mm. Yeah, because even, we you know, the verse where in Proverbs where it says to train up your child in the way they should go and when you get older, they won't depart from them, which is Proverbs 22, 6. But that's something which we're, we're constantly growing even into. Mm-hmm. That even though you train up a child, a child will eventually become an adult. Right. And then we'll end up training their children um, if the Lord graces them with children. So this training and this 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 direction that we are putting in our families mm. is ultimately going something that's going to help further generations down the line. Prayerfully, all these generations will be glorifying God and worshiping God in a grander scale that will then mm. make our family and our even our churches more valid and more um uh, a witness of yeah. the the goodness and the the grace of god mm-hmm. so you have any other other ideas or any things that will go towards how these goals that we set can bridge some of these gaps we have in our families or some of these maybe issues that may be in our families that setting goals will help bring family together um, I think the main thing is just seeking Christ, um, keeping keeping him as the focus. And I know it's easier to say, but I think if, if you're coming up with plans, like, for instance, reading through the Bible, praying, the, these are certain things, going to church, fellowshipping with the saints. These are things that if you're doing those regularly, those are going to become a part of your normal life and from there um if your mind is continually seeing god's word and saturated with his word um naturally you're going to want to do things that are more aligned with his word so when you think about your goals a lot of people are like well i don't know what i should do a lot the major thing is careers and things like that um just just really focusing on hey god what what would you have me to do what are your natural desires and inclinations to certain things and just know that whether it's working in a hospital whether it's being a homeschool mom um whether it's being a graphic designer politician politician um we know we have the first female vice president um you know, just knowing that as a believer, your first allegiance is to Christ. And then from there, let that dictate what you say, what you think, your actions, the things you agree with or disagree with, um, the people you associate with as far as friends and, and close um, parts of, of, of your um, inner circles. Let all of those things point back to Christ. Like when people see the good that they do or that you do, let them point back to Christ and let them um, 
glorify Christ because it's very easy. I know we had some um, times where people did nice things and our kids were like, are they Christian? And I said, they might be, but just because someone does something good doesn't make them a Christian. Um, the Bible tells us that, you know, none is good, but God, but we want to believe that God is the one that influences all people, even those that may not even know him, know him like they should. Um, he has an impact on their lives. And when we think back to Matthew six, where we look at, Hey, God is a provider. So we can seek him with confidence um, knowing that he, he provides everything for us. He sometimes uses people, strangers, um, to do that. So we thank God. We thank those people too, but we thank God for ultimately all good things, um, come from him. So we definitely want to give praise and honor to God, who is the one who influences us and directs our path and allow us to bring these goals to fruition and allows us to further the kingdom of God by bridging these gaps we may have in our families with the goals that we set. And like Janelle said, ultimately is to glorify God and to build the church in his honor. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Love Worth Dying For podcast. You can check us out on multiple platforms. You can also share, like, and subscribe to our channel. And if you would like to even donate to the podcast on the Anchor app or through our coffee link. So for Love Worth Dying For, this is Joseph and Chanel Banks. And have a great week. God bless. Thank you for listening to a Love Worth Dying For podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at Love Worth Dying For or email us at alovewortdyingfor at gmail.com. So until next time, grace, peace, and love to the glory of God.